Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz. Hey everyone, and welcome to Elijah Streams. Today's Friday, July 21st, 2023. I'm your host, Kelsey O'Malley, filling in for Steve Schultz. We are pre-recording this episode, but happy Friday. I'm so glad it's Friday. I know you guys are so Glad it's Friday too. We are wrapping up this week with an incredible show. My guest is Bobby Connor. There is no one that I've met. I've actually met Bobby in person before when he came to uh, film at Sid Roth. And when we were eating lunch, I mean, Bobby has incredible stories that fill you with joy and expectation to meet with the Lord. I mean, he's just, he's such a treasure in the body of Christ. And we are honored to have him on with us today. But before we bring him on, uh, we want to thank you for partnering with us in the drilling of water wells all across the world. Your generosity provides family and Uganda access to fresh, clean drinking water. When you give, it's so much more than the water alone. You're giving love, hope, and joy. Thank you so much for partnering with us. Every child deserves hope and education, good health, a future. In Uganda, those things are stolen from children. One of those thieves is dirty water. In Uganda, some people only have access to muddied, filthy water. It is killing them. But you can help save the future generations. Give a gift towards the drilling of clean water wells. Donate today at ElijahStreams.com slash donate. And isn't it awesome that God uses us to show forth his love through missions like this? I mean, it's incredible how we are the hands and feet of Jesus and we can show forth his love by giving. If you feel led to donate, you can donate online at ElijahStreams.com slash donate, or you can mail in your gift to the address on the screen. And again, we want to say thank you so much and God bless all of you guys for giving. Bobby Connor. All right. He's the founder of Eagles View Ministry. I think he might correct me on this, but I know he's been in ministry for over 50 years. And you guys remember when COVID came about, there was a ton of people saying nobody talked about COVID before it came. There was no, no prophets were sharing um, that COVID was coming, a pestilence was coming, but Bobby Connor actually did. Bobby Connor writes a book called The Shepherd's Rod, and he writes one each and every year. And in 2020, before COVID had even come, he wrote in The Shepherd's Rod 2020 that the Lord revealed there would be pestilence coming. So um, there was a prophet who did see that. And Bobby sees many, many more things. And we are so excited to have him with us today. He's going to be sharing about what it's like to be engulfed in God's glory cloud. and. Um, it's the year of the open book and so many more things Bobby's going to share with us and encourage our hearts. So please help me welcome Bobby Connor. Well, hello. I think it's one <laughs> of the most cru crucial time in human history. And look who God's let live. Most crucial time in human history. And look who God's let live. So I said, God, what are you thinking? And here's what he told me. He said, yes. I have finally found me a people weak enough to work in, not weak in character, not weak in morals, not weak in ethics, weak in their own ability. He said, I found me a generation that's embraced John 15, 5. 
John 15, mm-hmm. 5 says, without me, you can do nothing. But we're moving from that to I can do all things through Christ who infuses me with inner strength. There, I, mm-hmm. I love Esther 4, 14. Little bitty passage there. It says, we're in the kingdom for such a time as this. But I got something that's more exciting than that. The kingdom is in us for such a time as this. And Amen. God is, God is illust- he's initiating a, a time that the saints of God are going to overcome the devil and we're going to take back the kingdom. That's in the Bible. That's in, in the book. Daniel 7 verse 21 says the evil horns. That means Antichrist, false prophet, uh, principalities, powers, anything dark and deadly. They, they're in that horn. It said in the evil horn was waging war against the saints of God and prevailing until the ancient of days. Oh, let me tell you, uh, I believe Steve Schultz was in the me- in the meeting when I preached about the ancient of days there uh, in, in uh, uh, years back. It, oh, man, mm-hmm. like to kill me. I, I saw the ancient of days. He's a burning figure of total power. Uh, fire came mm-hmm. out of my fingers. Listen, uh, we got mm-hmm. a real God. This, this thing is real. And so we're, we're got to get into a time now where we, we confront the devil and take back the kingdom. That's what it says in the Shepherd's Rod book. Uh, it says it as plain as you can read it. It says, now is the time. The time has arrived when the saints, the believers, took possession of the kingdom. And I kept looking. The horn was making war with the saints, the believers, and was overpowering them until Say until, mm, until until the ancient of days stands and drops a gavel and renders a verdict in behalf of the saints of God, and the saints will possess the kingdom. We're in a uh, we're in a a, a, a time of re- restoration, t- taking back what the enemy has stolen. And I'm telling you, we're going to see God move in a manner and a a way we've not seen in our whole life. He said, "You prepare wow. the people. We've never been where we're going now." But I'll tell you what, uh, it's exciting. I don't, uh, I don't know anybody that can look at world events and then look at the Bible and, and find it boring. I'm telling you, we're, we're in a time right. when we can bind and loose. Whatever we bind on earth will have been bound for us in heaven. And we have power to crush the devil. Romans 16, 20. Romans 16, 20 says, the God of peace will crush Satan under your feet shortly. I like, the, I like what it says about it. It says, uh, he, give, he gives us power to trample on serpents and scorpions and all the, all the power of the enemy and it'll in no wise hurt us. I'm just here yes. to tell you, the devil's more afraid of you than you are him because he knows what the Bible said. The Bible says greater is he that is in you than he that's in the world. The Bible says we are more than a conqueror. So one yes. of the things I think we need to do is stop uh, degrading ourselves because the Bible mm. said the righteous will be as bold as a lion. And here's the church going, meow. We need to soar and roar, and we need to start believing who God has said we are. No weapon yes. formed against us will prosper. Isaiah 54, 17. Listen, the devil knows he's defeated. Remember when Christ hung upon the cross? He cried out, it's finished. He didn't say, I'm yes. finished. We need to understand God is author and finished, not author and oops. Have you ever started a project? I have, and, and not be able to finish it. God's not that away. Yep. And he finishes what he starts. Philippians 1, 6 says, be, I, I'm talking fast. Now, I talk real fast. I'll tell you why. I buy television time and I'm cheap and because I think if I talk real fast, I'll get my money's worth. But Steve and these guys are paying for this, so I could just slow down. So you can slow down. So, yeah, I could just slow down and just kind of enjoy it. We are in a time for the struggle of our nation. But here's what's going to happen. 
God's people are going to begin to mobilize. That angels came to me on the Day of Atonement, 50 feet tall. Don't lie. 50 feet tall. And they were screaming way up oh in the gosh. heavens. They were screaming. Their wings sounded like Huey helicopters. You say, what were they screaming, Bobby? Away up there. And they were screaming. I won't scream as loud as they did. They were screaming. Divine urgency, sound alarm, awake the warriors and mobilize the saints. That's what oh we've got to do. Goodness. We've got to start mobilizing the saints. Mobilization is a military term. It means getting the troops to the most advantageous place to have victory. And so the church needs to come out of the sideline to the front line. And we need to start contending for what's ours. The Bible said yes. we're supposed to be we're supposed to be running this thing. The heavens of heavens belong to God. This earth is our responsibility. And uh, that, that's a mega verse, isn't it? The, the uh -huh. heavens of heavens, the heavens of heavens, that belongs to God. This earth is our responsibility. Remember what God said? Let us make man in our own image and let's give them kingdom authority. Wow. First time I ever heard that verse, the earth is the Lord, the, the, that verse about the heavens of heavens belong to God, but the earth is our responsibility. Mm -hmm. That's when the 98 wildfires, 98 wildfires were burning out there in Missoula, Montana, in that region. And I'm down in Knoxville, Tennessee, August the 28th, and it was 106 degrees. And I'm sitting, wow. there getting ready to, I'm sitting there getting ready to preach, and the Lord started speaking to me. Here's what he said. Hey, Bobby. Hey, Bobby. How long are you going to let those wildfires burn? I said, uh, hey, God. I didn't know I was responsible. Then he said, who do you think he is? And I got to feeling really funny on the inside. I said, what do you want me to do? He said, I want you to get up from where you're sitting, walk up there to the pulpit and say to them, God is going to send me to the Northwest. I'm going to stand there and lift my hands and prophesy a snowstorm. And God's going to send the snowstorm and put the 98 fires out. Now we were spending $4 million plus dollars a day wow. trying to put out the fires, was not having any headway on it. And I, I said to God, God, it's August the 28th. It's 106 degrees. He said, you get up and go do what you're told. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you oh what, I've been, in this, I've been in this a long time. The best thing you can do is swift and complete obedience. Do as quickly as you can, as thoroughly as you can, anything he asks you to do. So I got Do you ever feel, do you ever oh, yeah. feel like, uh, yeah. I can't like, uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, yes. I, I feel that way quite often. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, but that, I, I felt it that way. I, I got up there and I said, uh, God's going to send it to the Northwest. I'm going to lift my hands, prophesy snowstorm. God's going to put the fires out. <clears throat> so they couldn't get me a ticket up to Missoula because of the fire, uh, uh, the uh, aircraft and stuff there. So they got me a, a ticket to a couple of towns over and a, a pastor that I'd never met picks me up. And here we go. We're driving to Missoula uh, and to where the fires are. And so I'm over there, just a passenger. I'd never met the brother that was driving. And uh, the Lord said, Bobby. I'm going to give you a clarification that your mission's going to be successful. Ah, so I said, Sha -da -da -ba. what verse, brother? And the Lord said, no, it's not going to be in a verse. It's going to be in the third cookie in a Chinese eating joint, but you're going to have to tell the preacher first. What? He said, the, the a confirmation of the ministry being successful is going to be in the third cookie in a Chinese eating joint, but you'll have to tell this preacher first. So I looked at him and I said, sir, God has convince me that this mission is going to be successful. And he goes, shut out about what verse, my brother? I said, I'm sorry, not going to be in a verse. It's going to be in the third cookie in a Chinese eating joint. You could feel a wall come up between the sort of, you know, and he oh, said, that's yeah. a strange, he said, that's the strangest thing. One of my favorite places to eat is right down the road. It's a Chinese place. I said, yes, sir. We're going to go in there 
and the little lady will come and she'll, at the end of the meal, she'll put two uh, cookies down and then she'll have an extra cookie in her pouch and I'll ask her that cookie and that'll be her answer. So that guy, he got oh us there as quick gosh. as he could, you know. And so sure enough, here comes the little waitress. And so she's bringing the bill and uh, two little cookies. And so she turns like that. And I said, ma'am, could I have the other cookie you have in your pouch? She said, oh, so sorry. I have one. I said, yes, ma'am. So with these trembling hands, I picked up the cookie. I broke it open. And tens of thousands of thousands of people have seen what I pulled out of that cookie. Here's what it says. God not only will listen to your prayers, but he'll make them come to pass. So wow. you, can Google, you can Google the Missoula paper. Here's what it says. It said the next morning in letters this high, it says, surprise snowstorms, fires extinguished, job well done, and showed the firemen coming off the mountain. See, whatever we bind on earth will have been bound for us in heaven. We have got to start exercising who we are. We're sons and daughters of the most high God. The book of Revelation, I'm, I'm talking fast, but long, I got something to say. Here it is. <laughs> The book of Revelation says unto him, God, that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood and has made us to be priests and kings. See, yes. a lot of people don't know. They go, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Well, you're supposed to be a priest and a king. That's what it says. And so, OK, a king, the Bible said a king's word has authority. And it says a priest can solve sticky, uh, difficult situations. Let's start believing what God says about us, that we're unstoppable. Yes. I can do all things. I'm writing a book on all things. Oh, it includes everything. I can do all things mm -hmm. through Christ who infuses me with inner strength. I am self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiencies. So what I'm trying to do is to, I'm trying to encourage the people, don't grow weary in well-doing. Hebrews 10, 35 yes. says, don't fling away your steadfast hope in God, your confidence, your, don't fling away your hope, your steadfast confidence in God, because your steadfast confidence in God brings with it a great, recompense of reward so here's my word mm. hold on to hope it pays big dividends and let's don't grow weary the bible said the devil wants to wear out the saints of god that's daniel 7 uh yep. and it says the devil wants to wear verse 25 the devil wants to wear out the saints of god by accusing god to them and i'm telling you uh don't listen to the devil uh, listen to god god's for us the bible said if god be for us who can be against us the bible said we're more than a conqueror Start believing what God has said about you. It's pretty wild. Yes. See, the devil knows it. The devil knows greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. I like when Jesus said, uh, it's finished. It says, he spoiled principalities and powers and made an open show of them triumphing over them in the cross. Yes. The cross was not defeat. Yes. It was victory. I'm telling you guys, I want us to really start asserting more authority. All yeah. power and all authority is given us in, to, in heaven and in earth. And then Jesus turns around and said, as my father sent me, even so now I'm sending you. He said something I'd never believe it if it wasn't from Jesus. These works that I do and greater works than these shall you do because I go to my father. I'm here to tell you, God has, he's ordained us to walk in power and walk in peace. Romans 16, yes. 20. Romans 16, 20 said the God of peace will crush Satan under your feet shortly. That means now. And see, yes. the devil the devil can't give peace. Oh man, these young people that dabbling around with witchcraft and sorcery and all that, looking for power and looking for peace. You, you're looking in the wrong place. All power, all authority is given unto Christ and he'll give it yes. to us when we trust him. Colossians 1.13 says, God, 
takes us out of the family of death, darkness, and deception, and puts us into the family of light, love, and liberation. It's the best journey any one of us will take. And a, a lot of people, I think, are, are, are confused about salvation. Well, brother, mm -hmm. it's, it's so complicated. No, it's not. Salvation is not complicated. Here, here's what it says. The way of salvation is so simple that a wayfaring fool need not ear therein. Now, mm. so I said, God, I want that in Texican. I speak Texican. I said, I want that verse in Texican. He said, here it is. You tell the people, if they've got enough sense to get back to their house, they have enough sense to get saved. That's what it means. A wayfaring fool need not ear there in his ways. So mm -hmm. God has made the plan of salvation so simple. And yes. he wants you just to call out to the name of the Lord for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Didn't say might be or 50, 50 chance. You will be saved. And he'll yes. take out a stony heart and give you a tender heart. Whoa, aren't you glad? And I love to watch people's lives change. And I, I've watched it. I've been in this 55 years preaching. 55 years. Okay. I've, I've averaged speaking five times a week for 55 years. Isn't wow, it? I'm Bobby. living proof. I'm living proof. Practice won't make perfect. But uh, I'm having a time. <laughs> Listen, we get to go all over the world. And that's what God told me. He said, I want you to enjoy me. And we need to learn how to enjoy Jesus. And uh, yes. he, wants us to, he wants us to have a good time with him. Here it is, Psalm 1611. You ready? Yeah, Psalm 1611. You will show me the pathway of life. In your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. What? Mm, At the right hand, wow. pleasures forevermore. Now, I'm telling you guys, the most powerful place in the whole universe is the right hand of God. And it says we're seated with Christ in heavenly places. Where is he seated? At the right hand of the right Father. We have got to get, get it down. God's for us, and we cannot be defeated. As we walk yes. in the light, as he is in the light, we'll have fellowship one with another, and the blood of his son will cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Now, I like to uh, enjoy the things <laughs> of God. I fly planes. I don't fly them. I ride on them. And I, oh, I don't know if I was just a I, if I was just real sensitive that day or not, but anyway, here's what was happening. We get up and uh, the, the business member putting their luggage in the overhead bin, and nearly mm -hmm. every time they close it down, they curse. GD, Jesus Christ, over and over and over. Mm. I was I was up to here with it, and so uh, here's what happened. Now I know it's a little mischievous, but here's what happened. So after the plane gets up there, thirty three thousand feet in there, ding, that little. Uh, uh, you can get up out of your seat, undo your belt. I get up out of my seat, I undo my belt. I pull my luggage thing up and I act like I'm rearranging some of my luggage. And uh -huh. you have never heard anybody slam a luggage door like I did. Wham! Oh, it just vibrated. Wham! And here's what I said. Damn, Buddha! See? See? I told them, I demand equal time. They spent time cursing God, cursing Jesus. So I just said, damn Buddha. And then I told them, I demand equal time. So see, wow, uh, that, that'll stir people up. But we've got to be bold and brave and take a stand. Greater right. he that's in you than he that's in the world. Don't give, a, don't give place to the devil. Only place he's yes. got is under your feet. One of the things we need to do is start Isaiah 26.3, focusing on him. That will keep yes. us in perfect peace. And so I know you've got some questions. You do whatever you want to do because I, I just. I, I, I know I, you'll, I like you'll preach. You'll preach. I like talking. Um, That's right. <laughs> well, and too, I'm, I keep thinking of, you know, those 
who know their God will do great exploits. Yeah. And you know God um, as a friend, as yeah. a father, as a bridegroom, as a master, as Lord. Um, yeah. How did you grow before we get started? Just how did you grow so deeply in your relationship with God? Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com slash give. What are what are some tips you can give us? Okay. Um, it actually started, you know, uh, my mom tried to abort me, took a coat hanger, turned it into a hook, rammed it into her wound, tried to pull me out because she's trying to do it out of mercy because my dad was uh, 37 years old and he was dying in a mental institution from a venereal disease. He, uh, mm. he slept around with strange women, caught this disease, and he was a lunatic. And the, this is 1943. The doctors consult with my mother and say, the baby inside your belly is afflicted with the same disease killing his father. So my mom was absolutely, uh, she was just beside herself. So she had one, she had two other children. One was born crippled, my brother Glenn, then my sister Kay. So here's what mother did. She took a coat hanger. And my, I told my wife about this before my mother ever told me. My mother took a coat hanger, turned it into hook, opened her womb and stuck the coat hanger in. So help me God. The hand of the Lord came inside and pushed me to the side and kept my oh mother my from gosh. extracting my life out. So I told my wife about it before my mother ever told me. And Carolyn said, Bobby, nobody could know what happened to him when he's a fetus. I said, me and John the Baptist do, you know, he got full of the Holy Ghost and mommy's one tummy. Yeah. But see, that's what happened. Uh, I, I got called from birth, honestly. Uh, yeah. It's wild, wild stories. And all of these stories are true. I'm telling you, uh, I was a little bitty boy, five, uh, four years old. My brother and sister had gone to school. And this is the first time I'd ever been without a sibling to play with. The big old scale, yellow school bus took them off. And I'm a little bitty, I, I, I'm uh, underage for school and I'm mad. And so I walked way down behind my mother's house mad. And I sat down under a big old tree with limbs and leaves. And I'm sitting there with my face in my hands mad. Here's what I said. Well, I guess I'll just have to be by myself. That's what I said. Yeah. Oh, boy. When I said a wind came across the field and a, a wind started spinning around in the top of the tree and a voice said, no, Bobby, you'll never be by yourself. See? And when he said, see, he rolled back the skies just like that, just rolled them back like that. I could see what looked like horses on fire running back and forth. It was angels, but I'm a little Texas boy and looked like horses. And and the Lord said, mm -hmm. you'll never be by yourself. See? And so that's wow. what happened. We, uh, it was during that same period. I was out in the yard. My brother was crippled. Just he was severely crippled, born with crumbling of, crumbling of the hip bones. My sister and I used to pull him through the sand hills in a wagon because he couldn't walk. As anyway, uh, we, we're just uh, uh, out, I'm out in the yard by myself, walking, just to kind of go uh, happy, go lucky kind of a kid. And a voice spoke to me. And here's what the voice said. You ready? Don't get on the pony. I, we didn't have a pony. I didn't know what that voice was. Don't get on the pony. And he said it twice and I couldn't move. I was frozen. His voice froze me like that. And I, all oh, I could man. hear was, don't get on the pony. And I'm, I'm, I couldn't move. And finally, when I couldn't move, I ran as fast as I could, got in the house and I jumped in the bed and pulled the cover up over my head. My brother came hobbling in on the crutches and here's what he said. What's wrong with you? I said, I don't know, but don't get on the pony. He said, what pony? I said, I don't know, but don't get on it. And a few days later, my mother, yeah, my mother put our clothes in a little box and my uncle comes in a big shiny car. He was a car salesman. And my mother and my uncle got in the front seat. Me and my brother got in the back seat and she put our clothes in, in the trunk. 
and we start driving. We drive for a long, 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 long time. And we stopped and had a little picnic. That means a, a, a sandwich made out of peanut butter and banana or something like that. But I noticed my mother was sad. I noticed she wasn't like her real self. And so mm-hmm. uh, all I, and so me and my brother in the back seat, my uncle drives and drives and drives and drives. And finally, he's pulling into a big old ranch looking thing with these big old uh, columns and stuff like that. And he's driving in and he drives all the way down there and he pulls into a parking place. And here comes a woman leading a pony and comes right up to the door, opens the car door and says, come on, boys, get on the pony. Me and my <gasps> brother slid. Me and my brother slid over there as far as you could against the other door and said, no, we're not getting on the pony. No. And my mother started screaming and crying. It was an orphan's home. And that's how they oh take the children. Gosh. That's how they take the children away from the parents was this pony. And then my mother said, I can't do it. I won't do it. Turn this oh car around. And uh, and it, a little boy out in, the, out, in the, out in the sand hills. And God used that, that word to keep us from being fragmented. And so me and my brother and sister. Wow, grew up Bobby. Oh Isn't that amazing? Mm. Yes. See, God can wow. speak, to, speak to us if we listen and we need to obey him. Just do the best you can to obey him. And that's what I want to talk to some people about. Please don't let the pains of the past keep you from the victories of the future. God can change things just like that. And he can turn something that's so dark and deadly and dangerous into a victory. Here's, here's one of my favorite verses. I waited patiently upon the Lord. He inclined to me. He heard my cry. He brought me up out of a horrible pit, out of the miry clay. He set my feet upon a solid rock. He established my goings. He put a new song in my heart, even praise unto our God. Many shall see it in fear and trust the Lord. I love that, don't Amen. you? When you yes. get born again, creation in Christ. And so uh, I, I have a good time. I really mean that. I've averaged speaking five times a week. I tell them I'm living proof. Practice don't make perfect. But uh, <laughs> the Lord... The Lord wants to use every one of them. There's a plan that's bigger than you can imagine for you. That's what it says, yes. Jeremiah, 30, Jeremiah, Jeremiah 29, 11. I know my thoughts, I think towards you, declares the Lord. Thoughts of your success, not your failure. My intention is to bring you to a good end, not some dismal demise. God's plans are always bigger and better than we can make for ourselves. Aren't you glad? So here, so don't, glad. don't let the pains of your past keep you from embracing the victories of your future. Okay? Good. Yes, amen. All right, Bobby, we're going to get into it now. All right. That was, guys, that was actually not in any of his notes. That's just Bobby pushing to us. All right. So I want to talk about the the, um, glory cloud encounter because we know in 2 Chronicles 5, the glory of the Lord filled the temple. In Exodus 24, the glory cloud rested on Mount Sinai. In Exodus 40, Moses couldn't enter the tent because, because of, of the, the glory. glory cloud. Now, Bobby, what yes. was that like? I can't even imagine. <clears throat> All right. Uh, on the Day of Atonement, uh, I got swallowed by a glory cloud. I know that sounds like it's some kind of sign, uh, scientific thing, but uh, a glory cloud came and engulfed me. Just swallowed me like this, and it was spinning around very, very rapid like that. I'm stable. I'm not spinning. The glory cloud's spinning around me. and uh, with every revolution, it would write strategy on the wall. And the first strategy was sound the alarm, awake the warriors, mobilize the body of Christ, bring them from the front line to the, to, from the sideline to the front line. And so we've got to wake the warriors. I think we've got to get uh, the church a little bit more, uh, let the weak now declare I'm strong. And that's what we've got to do. Yes. Instead of going, well, you know, I don't want any conflict. We got conflict. The devil, devil's trying to do everything he can to shut down as many churches, kill as many people as he can. 
but greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. So we don't, we're not going to give him a place, are we? Only place he's got is under our feet. That's what it says. The God of peace right. will walk, crush Satan under your feet shortly. And shortly means now. So I like that. And I, I love the fact that God never will get us into something and abandon us. It, it gave the walk yes. through the valley of the shadow of death. Oh, you're in Thou art with me. And he, that's, he does that. He stays with us. He's a friend that does what? Sticks closer than a brother. And uh, he, see, a lot of times when people see you struggling, they'll distance himself, not Jesus. When he yes. sees you struggling, he'll draw near. And we've got to learn how to cast all of our care upon him because he cares for us. And he's deeply concerned about what happens to us. And so what we've got to do is learn how to cast our care on him. A lot of people are wearing themselves out trying to figure out, oh, what am I going to do? No, you're going to trust the Lord. And they will keep us in, God will keep us in perfect peace when we keep our mind upon him. So that's what I want you to do. Yeah. I want you to quit looking at the, the you, glance, you glance at the problem, but you gaze at the solution. That's what we got to do. We've got to keep gazing at the solution, just glance at the problem. And uh, God will really help you. He'll give you strategy to overcome all the wiles of the devil. And it says no yes. weapon against us prospers. And I like that. So uh, I want us to get a, a really, really sold out to the fact that we're going to turn things around. Now, our yes. nation in America, our nation in America needs a mighty move of God. And it's coming. I promise you this now. There's going to come a move of God in America, and it's going to, the biggest word across the body of Christ will be the word awestruck. It's going to mm, shock wow. us, surprise us, stun us, and uh, because God said, tell the people we've never been where we're going now. So we've got to uh, really do everything we can to uh, get the gospel to as many people as we can. And I, I want to see real soul winning break out. Uh, don't you? Yeah. People get yes. born again, and they become a new creature in Christ says old things are passed away. All things has come bright and brand new. says he takes out a stony heart and gives us a soft, teachable heart. So uh, these are very, very crucial times, but they're important times. And yes. I don't think we've ever, uh, ever had such an opportunity as we've got now. Why? Why do you say it's an opportunity? People are desperate because they used to have the confidence in money. They used to yep. have the confidence in government. But now they've lost their confidence in government. They've lost confidence in money. Now, the only solid rock is on Christ. The solid rock I stand, all else is sinking sand. So we've got to learn how to cast our care upon him. It says, here's what he said. Come unto me, all you that labor and heavy laden. Take my yoke upon you. Learn of me. I'm meek and lowly in heart. You will find rest for your souls. And that's what he wants. You are not created to carry all the burden. Come unto me, all you that labor. Take my yoke upon you. Learn of me. And we can learn a lot from the Lord, can't we? We put oh, his word. everything. We really can. And he wants to continue to teach us. And uh, he will. He'll teach us the rudiment, rudimentary elementary principles of salvation. That's what it says. Jude, the book of Jude, we ought to read it sometimes. Shouldn't take long, one page. Yeah. But the book of Jude said, I picked up my pen to write. I was going to write to you concerning the common salvation, but I found it needful that you would earnestly contend for the faith. And so, boy. Uh, he, he really writes it. He says that we've got to earnestly contend for the faith. Why? Yes. Certain people have crept in unawares teaching. It doesn't matter what you believe. It does matter what you believe, doesn't it? The Bible yes. says there'll be a time when people will teach doctrines taught by devils. Wow. And so we yes. certainly want to know the difference between a biblical precept than, and then a doctrine being taught by a devil. Don't you? Right. So that's where we need the word of God. The Bible said that my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. The Bible said study to show yourself approved unto God, 
a workman that need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. And it's so important. Get in the Bible. It, it's fun. Yes. It's really fun. I'm and now speaking to, about, oh, go ahead. I'm trying to remember this Bible in as many different translations as I can. And uh, that's interesting because every translation will give a little bit different uh, spin on the on, on the thing. And so that's why I think it's important to because people are going, what translation do you use, brother? I go all of them. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> so that's what <laughs> all I, of I them. try to amalgamate them together because one will teach a little de different or deeper than the other one. So that's fun. Speaking of truth, you know, the spirit of truth. The Bible says, you said um, that the Bible says truth is fallen in the streets. Yeah, that's what it says. And so truth is fallen in the streets. We need the spirit of truth to come and, and rescue, rescue us. Truth. And exactly talk right. a little bit about the spirit of truth and yes. how the Holy Ghost comes in our lives and yeah. reveals Jesus. The Holy Ghost is on a mission and a mandate for one thing, to glorify the Lamb of God. Jesus said, he shall glorify me. And so that's what the Holy Ghost's mission is, is to bring glory to the Lord Jesus. And we need the Holy Ghost to teach us. Uh, like we told you earlier, uh, uh, no matter how bright you are, brilliant you are, the natural mind can't comprehend the things of the spirit. It has to be right. spiritually ingested. And so uh, ask God to teach you just the rudimentary elementary principles of salvation. And uh, that, that's good. I want to know as much about the things of God as I can. So the Bible yeah, said, study to show yourself approved unto God, a workman that does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. And the Bible said, all things that we need to live a godly life is in the Bible. And I like that, don't you? Yes. So I like the Bible. It never asks a question without releasing an answer. For example, yes, right. who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord? He that hath clean hands and a pure heart. So God will give us a question and then he'll submit the answer if we're willing to search for it. Uh, and the spirit of truth deals with some compromise, too. I know that yeah. was in your notes. You talked about how um, the spirit of truth is coming to deal with compromise yeah. within the body. Compromise and, uh, and a people-pleasing spirit. That's Compromise is a people-pleasing spirit. And contamination is the fulfilling of the lust of the flesh. He said, I'm cutting that out of my leadership. So uh, oh, amen. Be really, we need it. The Bible oh, says, yeah, we need it. Be you holy and pure that bear the vessels of the Lord. And so uh, it's dangerous. I think it's dangerous to uh, uh, touch holy things with unholy hands because we yes. got to do things with dignity and, and sincerity. How would you say if someone's maybe dealing with some compromise in their life that, man, yeah. I've just tried to cut it and it, it won't, it won't yeah. cut. What would you, what would you yeah. be don't your advice for them? Up and don't give in. Let us not grow weary in well-doing. We will reap if we faint not. What we got to do is acknowledge it. And most of the mm -hmm. time, it'll be something so small and insignificant, we think it's harmless. But it's the little foxes that spoil the vines. So yes. I think what we've got to do now is uh, we've got to uh, ask God, search me, O oh God, and try me. See if there be any wicked way in me and lead me the way that's eternal and everlasting. Mm -hmm. So uh, you, we are incapable of checking ourselves because, you know, but ask the Holy Ghost to check you, okay? And yes. boy, he'll put his finger on things that you didn't even know was there. And so I promise you, but he's always doing it so you can be refined and restored. He's not yes. trying to he's not trying to uh berate you and all that. He's just trying to get you clean. Right. Share with I a know. little bit with us about the open book, the year of the open book. Yeah, this is the open book. This is the year of the open book. Uh when I had this experience, I took the gavel and hit uh 
a book, a Bible, on a pedestal that was made out of light. And uh, here's here's a Bible. And the one that I hit was uh, looked like a brand new one, looked like it's been used for ornamentation or something like that. And the, the this bright angel handed me a gavel, and I was going to take it with my left hand. He said, "No, you must take it with your right hand." So I reached over and got it, and he said, "I want you to strike this pedestal, this Bible, on top of the pedestal." I did, and a, a big bolt of blue lightning shot in the room. I mean, wow. shot in the room, and a light sprang up from the Bible, and it started a heartbeat. And as we listened to the heartbeat, it got louder and louder and louder. See, this book right here, it's not just print on paper. It's a person. It says, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory. as the glory of the only begotten Father, full of grace and truth. So let's study the word, okay? Study to show yourself approved unto God, a workman that does not have to be ashamed. Right. When you have when you have these encounters, Bobby, is it the same um, angels coming, or is it? Do you have all different types of all different kind, types? Okay. It is. Uh, uh, this one here uh, was different than any of the others because it started uh, ninety days before the Day of Atonement. I was there in Texas working on some uh, PowerPoint things for a school, and the Holy Spirit said, Bobby. Do you know the theme in the thrust for this year's Shepherd's Rod? It's 90 days away. And I go, no. And he said, almost like a kid would, I do. And then he said, do you want to know? I said, yes. And he said, it's uh, the gavel of God, the just, justice of God, and the verdict of God. And it says that in evil forces were ruling and raging and winning until the Ancient of Days renders a verdict on behalf of the saints of God, and the saints will possess the kingdom. So that's what he's going to do. We're going to rise up and take back everything the enemy stolen. So yes. it's, it's going to be good. That's powerful. Yeah. And the coming moves of God that the Lord has shown you, do you have any, Yeah, I know that, <laughs> any details that you could share with no, us? Okay. Or one of, one of the things that's going to happen, the holy reverential fear of the Lord is going to come upon the millennials, these young oh, people. Awesome. They, they seem aimless now. They seem like they don't have a drive and a purpose, but God's going to come onto them in such a magnitude, they're going to be absolutely caught up. And called away in the things of the spirit, and so uh, you watch this. Uh, God's going to use them in a mighty, mighty way. They'll be bold and brave, very courageous. They won't be uh, afraid. They'll they'll tackle the things that are in front of them, and they'll be bold and brave and very courageous. I like it. Amen. I know. I don't think you ought to get that close to Joshua one nine and not quote Joshua one eight. Joshua 1 8 says, The word of this book shall not depart from your mouth. You shall meditate upon it day and night, and it'll guarantee you overwhelming success. I tell people, you to stop, stay out of the Bible. But if you want yeah. to be an overwhelming success, get into the Bible and let the Bible get into you. What God about still- discernment, do you think? Because uh, the eyes of our heart, right? A time of yeah. great discernment. Yeah. The Lord spoke that to you as well. That yeah. in the coming move of the Holy Spirit, there'll be yeah. lots of discernment yeah. in, in the next move. A lot move. of discernment. Uh, because he said, I pray that the eyes of your heart will be flooded with revelatory light. You will have a grasp and a comprehension of the ways of God. And that's Ephesians. And uh, he wants us to get into the word of God and let the word of God get into us. And he said, I pray the eyes of your heart, you can see further with these eyes than these eyes here. And that's oh, what we yeah. need to do. Psalms 119 verse 130 says, the entrance, the penetration of his word gives light. It gives me a grasp and a comprehension of the ways of God. So we need it, don't we? My people yes. are perishing, lack of knowledge. And so uh, 
the Word of God is really, really uh, important to read. Study to show yourself approved unto God. The Bible said, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. So we've got a, there's a lot of difference between knowledge and wisdom. And uh, yes. you get knowledge from college, but you can't get wisdom but from one source, and that's God. Help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com slash give and become a partner today. And get let's, talk about, let's talk about prayer real quick, Bobby, too, because... Yeah. Um, yeah. I know you, you have, um, your book audience with a King I've got and the book, audience with that's the King. an awesome book. Oh man. I'll tell you what the Lord told me. I, I wrote this because the Lord appeared to me right, right beside me. And he was sad and he's not sad. He's the happiest man ever lived according to the Bible. And he said, Bobby, my people don't like to talk to me. He said the least attended service at any church is prayer meeting. And that's correct. He said, but I'm going to give you a phrase, a statement. That'll turn prayer from a duty to a delight, from a drudgery to a desire. I said, I want it. He said, you tell my people what true prayer is. True prayer is an audience with the king. Can you imagine that? No potentate in the world opens his throne to anybody, anytime. Scripture says we can come boldly into the throne of grace and find mercy to help in the time of need. And so yeah. I, I want the people to get into the prayer book. First John 5, 14 said, this is the confidence that we have in him. If we'll ask him anything according to his word, we know he hears us. If we know he hears us, we're totally confident we're going to get what we're asking. I'll give you a verse out of Texican. You ready? Here's one. Psalms, uh, it says, uh, make up your mind what you want. Tell God what that is, and he'll get it for you. Job 22, 28. Make up your mind what you want. Tell God what that is, and he'll get it for you. Here's what the Bible says. That was my Texas version. Here's what the Bible says. And you shall decide a thing. Then you decree what you decided, and the Lord will establish it, and the light of his favor will shine upon your pathway. While we're talking about favor, I hope the people will get into Psalms 8411. Psalms 84:11 says, he, that he'll be a sun and a shield to us. No good thing will the Lord throw from those that are walking upright. He will give us present day favor, future glory, honor, splendor, and heavenly bliss. Wow. Listen, beloved, walking with God is always carrying us higher. Don't yes. ever stagnate. Always push on. Push on. It says we behold him with an unveiled face. We're changed from one dimension of glory to the next. And that's what I, I wrote about the pandemic. I said, there's coming a deadly, devastating pandemic. It's going to be a shakeup or wake up to get the body of Christ to embrace a greater glory. And sure enough, that's what happened. Yes. But uh, yes. This, God, God's up to something, isn't he? Yes. And he, Amen. To work with you. He, he doesn't want us to work against him. And we just need to say, God, show me what you want me to do. And he'll do it. Here's your great verse about it. Nehemiah 9.20. Nehemiah 9.20 said, he, God, gave us his spirit. To instruct us. It says he's good spirit. And so that's one thing we need to get settled in our heart. The Holy Spirit's good. And he's yes. got one thing, and that's to glorify Christ and get you to a higher dimension with God. So anyway, yeah. as we behold him with an unveiled face, we're changed from one dimension of glory to the next. So don't ever stagnate. Keep on pushing in, okay? Yes. I love that scripture, Bobby, because there's just certain verses. I know for all of us at certain times in our life where it is alive and living and active. I mean, you feel it. it. Yeah, you've, you've, us. exactly. It's, food, it's it's nourishment. It's food, and it gives you guidance. It gives you a, a gives you an understanding of where you're going. 
And the Bible said we need to be operating out at sons of Issachar. It said they had understanding of the times to know what the people of God should be committing themselves to. And it said all of the kinsmen was at their command. So we need to have that, don't we? And yes. we need to have uh, that anointing of the sons of Issachar. Have and how do we how do we get that, Bobby? A study to show ourselves approved and just say, God, I want to know your strategy. And he'll tell us. He'll tell us. It says he he gave his good spirit to instruct us. So I looked at the word instruct. It's a big old broad word. It's like a mother teaching a toddler to walk and an army general teaching his army to march. So in every spectrum of our life, the Holy Spirit can guide us, whether we're a toddler or a general. Aren't you glad? Yes. Yes, Amen. That's awesome. Well, Bobby, I know, I know that um, you're a busy man. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> and we don't we don't want to keep you on too long. But I I would ask that you would pray for everyone listening. I will because I will. the Bible said the effectual favorite prayer of a righteous person gets the job done. And I'm going to pray that God will intensify the hunger. And one of the mm-hmm. greatest things you can have is hunger. Blessed are those that hunger and thirst after righteousness. You say, well, Bobby, I'm on a practical way. How can I seek the Lord? Matthew 6, 6. Get in the quietest room of your house and shut the door and spend time meditating and musing over the word of God and hide it in your heart and and begin to practice it instead of going, well, I think I'll do this. Say, Lord, what would you have me do? And be doing what he asks you to do. And then your your time won't be wasted. The Bible says we've got to redeem the time. So let's pray. Lord, I want to thank you. I thank you for uh, Elijah's streams. I thank you for all this happening. Thank you for uh, Steve and all the team that they've assembled around. Thank you that they want to spread the gospel and spread the prophetic up and down the nation. So bless them. Bless the works of their hands. Bless the direction of their heart. And Lord, I pray you'll give us witty inventions, smart plans that work out. So that's what he's going to do. He's going to give us witty inventions. That means that's in the Bible. It means smart plans that work out. If you can get a, the wisdom of God, he can have you uh, doing something in no time. But if you're trying to figure it out, you say, oh, well, I thought that was it, but it didn't work. Wait before the Lord till he shows you the green light and then jump in with all feet. Okay. Well, we God have a, bless I know we have some people watching from Canada too, Bobby, because we oh, have a we, lot of Canadian brothers and sisters that watch the oh, program yeah. and. Can you share that word real quick with with everyone before we get done? We're flying in to do this uh, 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 conference with uh, Shayon and with uh, uh, a a lot of people. Johnny Nash, I've known him since he was a little kid. I used to prophesy to him, say, you're going to run this whole thing one day. He was just a little kid and it scared the hair off of him. And anyway, (laughs) he's running the whole thing, Frontline Ministries now. But I'm going to tell you something. We're flying in. The Lord said, I have a word for Canada. I said, okay, what is it? He said, tell them they're in a season, uh, in a season of uh, getting really, really a fresh start. In the season of a fresh start. And how many of us need a fresh start? Most of us. And God wants to do it. He wants us to have a fresh start. And says, though your sins be as scarlet, they can be as white as snow. He says, come on now. Let's reason together, said the Lord, though your sins be as scarlet. They can be as white as snow. So God God can cover everything up and make things like they need to be. All we've got yes. to do is give him access to us. Okay? Yes. That's an awesome word for you guys in Canada. I know that's really yeah. encouraging because man, they've, yeah. they've gone through it. All okay. right, Bobby. How okay. can people follow you? I know bobbyconnor.org right there. And then yeah. you're on yeah, where, we do Facebook. That. Yeah, we do a lot of stuff called Bobby's Briefings. It's on uh, 
Facebook and you know, YouTube. YouTube said there's 23,800 videos. I don't think there are that many, but I'm glad there's a bunch. But anyway, uh, just you look on our webpage. It tells where we're going to be. We're going to start moving around the whole nations with a new, a new school called the Centricity of Christ. The Lord told me, said, he gave me a commission. He said, I want you to teach my teachers, my preachers, uh, the importance of centricity. That means everything holds together because of Christ. And he said, if the people don't understand about the centricity of Christ, they won't understand the magnitude of, of, his, of, of his glory. So I'm doing, I'll be up here doing a school and we'll be doing one in uh, uh, with Joe Sweet down there in Lancaster, California. Aww. I've been going there 20 something years. Oh, Lord. oh my gosh. I love him. I watch his church all the time. Yeah. I'm, he's precious. He really is. He's a good, good friend. Well, listen, his God name, bless you. His name lives up to um, <laughs> Joe Sweet. Yeah. His, he's definitely yeah. a fulfillment of his name. Oh, yeah. Joe Sweet. That's right. He's wonderful, honestly. They're just a great, great friend. Uh, so if you guys do. are in. If you guys are in the California area, that's where he is. But yeah, you said you'll kind of be making your way all the way across. So if you guys go to bobbyconnor.org, he'll share where he's going to be. And then you guys can figure it out. And the first one we're going to do is just in a few weeks there in Moravian Falls, North Carolina. It'll be with uh, Chris Reed and uh, 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 Charlie Champ. And I think maybe, uh, uh, I'm not sure who the other one is, me, but uh, there's another there's another guy that's going to join us. At, and that's what we got to do. We got to get the leaders saturated with the understanding and the revelation of the centricity of Christ. By him, yes. through him, all things hold together. And he made everything. That's pretty wild. And so anyway, so awesome. I, we need Thanks, to know. Bobby. Okay, God bless y'all. Thank you. <laughs> Thank okay. you for being gone with us today. We love you so much. And you always yep. encourage us. We got the pop and it'll work okay. I, you know, y'all, I y'all know can, we had a little bit of a mishap. Y'all can lip sync it or something, you know. <laughs> yeah. Gee, Bobby's talking fast. Okay. God bless you. Thank you so much. Thanks for being on with us, Bobby. We love you guys so much. Um, thank you for joining us today. Uh, you want to make sure to come back on Monday. Johnny Enlow Unfiltered will be on and Steve will be back. You don't want to miss it. Have a wonderful weekend. God bless you guys. Thank you. This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on Rumble and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahStreams.com slash give to become a partner today.